Um, Burn this for a friend is hanging out with us here. Going global with Gas Man is the show. My name is Kevin Gasman. Yes, that's my real name. Um, <laughs> but you can call me Gas. It's all good. And we got to talk about this story. This is the hugest story of of, uh, of you know, since Caitlyn Jenner, I guess you could say. Caitlyn. <laughs> um, no, the shooting in South Carolina. You know, yeah. this kid that just went in there and just blasted away people for no reason except for starting a race war. Yeah. Um, with with the exception of everybody on the right wing saying we don't know what it was or what his reason was, it's like well, how can you even say that in the first place? You see, presidential candidate Rick Perry said it called it an accident. An accident. He said an accident. What an idiot. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, what's the harm of saying yes? It is a race yeah. war. I don't understand. It's, it's what he said it. Yeah. The guy's a white supremacist. Apparently, I read this little story about his friend who said he was the coolest dude until about a year and a half ago. We hadn't seen him, so it was probably the last year and a half that he had been more influenced by this feeling right. of whatever he was going through, whoever his friends were, or whoever he was hanging out with. And you, know, you think about your mentality at that age, you know, you're in the teens and stuff like that, and it's like, you know, and you got nobody to mentor you, you know, nobody to guide you through. And, and here you got, you know, maybe these racists and, hey, kid, come over here. Yep. You know, Influence. next thing you know. But they also said that he might be on drugs, too. Who knows? You know, Who and, knows? you know, that's the thing is, like, was he on prescription drugs? Yeah. So the case isn't really the, the gun control. And I think bringing up the gun control argument in this is ridiculous. It's mental control. That's <laughs> what it is. It's, I don't say mental control in that, in that aspect. But, I mean, in a sense, uh, like, it's the mentally ill. Yeah. The, the, issue, the issue in this case is, is the mentally ill. Because owning a gun, there's no problem with owning a gun. People who I know who own guns legitimately, there's no problem. I have no problem. I don't. That's fine. I don't care about your guns. I don't care about your Bibles. You know, just, <laughs> just don't point either one at me. <laughs> right. I like that. <laughs> but what uh, <laughs> I'm saying is, like, people who own guns are fine. I don't care. It's the, it's the gang members that have guns. It's, it's the illegal aliens that have guns. It's the wrong people that have guns that I have a problem with. So how do you curtail that? I mean, you're, are you, you never, it's, it's the white kids on drugs who have guns, you know. It, you put them in the mix. They're just as a, a menace. They're more of a menace because they're white people. Are, we have white privilege. This, you know, this kid, no one's expecting anything from a kid like this. He walks in, you know, boom. He's going to like, wow, you wouldn't expect that. It's surprising because the stereotype isn't out yet on skinny white kids <laughs> on, pr- on, on drugs. But they're the ones doing all the mass killings. And they're the ones doing the mass killings. I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's it. If you look at the last mass killings, they, they're all on drugs, and they're all skinny white kids. Yeah, and they all, they all grew up in the suburbs. Yeah, just... right. Yeah. Right. So what's the deal? It's not <laughs> racist. Really, what? So if he had to go to, like, a, a, a waffles, you know, a, a chicken and waffles place to shoot up people, that makes it racist for them? Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't get it. What, what makes it racist? What has to be racist for them? Not in church, because that's, that's a religious thing now. Now it's Except for the guy said that it's not race. I was trying to anger the blacks to start a race war. Is what the right. kid himself said. Right, and he had and he had a white pride, sh- you know, shit on him or something like that, or you know, some kind of a, a groups he was uh, belonged with and everything. Yeah. I mean, to, to to ignore that, it's it's. I'm glad they are ignoring it because it just shows everyone the ignorance and the stupidity that this half of our country, or at least half of our Congress and Senate, believe. You know, they're supposed to represent everybody. And I'm disappointed in the states of people who have those guys representing them. And we're one of them here in Arizona. We're, yeah. we're, we're stuck with Doug Ducey. And, you know, we, we have, uh, I mean, Sheriff Joe up our John house. McCain gets in the news, not for some great, not for great things. Yeah. 
No. Hey, and, you know, living in Arizona, too, it's like the Wild West here. The, <laughs> a couple of months ago, I went to uh, to Starbucks to work because they have the free Wi-Fi, and I'm sitting there on my laptop. Oh, you don't work at Starbucks? I, I wish. I <laughs> um, <laughs> get free coffee. But when I was sitting there, I was right next to the register, and this, you know, I'm not thinking anything. I'm just working, and this guy comes up, and he's wearing like a trench coat and white kid, and he stands up, and he goes to pay for his latte or whatever, and he throws the cape of his trench coat behind him and he's got two pistols just stuffed in the back of his pants just like he's about ready to rob the place and I think he's going for a gun and I freak out for a second and he just reaches for his wallet but of course in Arizona we don't have conceal and care you can do whatever you want and tuck them near your underwear if you want to and I'm like, why? Why do I have to have that fear right. that once that I'm, the guy's just buying? And be blatant, be blatant about it. Too. Yeah, like, look, I got a gun. I got everyone, I got a gun. Everyone, everyone. I know, right? Stop it. So that's so that's when someone else in the other on the other side of the room grabs his gun, right. to see what this guy's going to do. And there was a there was that's a, the whole purpose of everyone should be owning guns. There, there was <laughs> right? a well, there was a really great um, uh, story that happened when uh, Congressman Gabrielle Giffords was shot uh, in Tucson. One of the guys that was at the event was, uh, you know, a card-carrying member of the NRA and was always strapped like he always felt his, his duty was. And he said that everything went down so fast, and he didn't see the initial thing happen. He was turned, he was talking to somebody. He heard the gunshots, he turns around, he sees a struggle, and he reaches for his gun, and the next thing he sees is he sees another man holding a gun up in the air, and he points his gun at him, and he was about to shoot him. When something stopped him, he froze, and he didn't shoot. And eventually he realized that that was the guy who had wrestled the gun away from the actual shooter. Oh, wow. And he was holding the gun up in the air to keep it away from him. Right. And he almost shot that the guy. hero. Right. And he goes, at that point, he gave a little uh, interview, I think it was to CNN, where he goes, he goes, you know, I, I still believe in your right to own a gun and carry and all that. He goes, I was never in a situation like that. He goes, I almost made the biggest mistake of my life. Wow. He goes, people need to be educated. Before but he didn't, so he, he didn't pull the trigger. He didn't, but because he froze. And he said it be, he thought that all of his training wouldn't have caused him to freeze and would have caused him to kill the right the wrong man. Wow. Because so. he didn't really see the full situation. No, he right? didn't. He heard it, turned around, right. saw a guy with a gun, goes, I'm going to take care of this. Right. And then he couldn't shoot when it wow. came down to it. Almost killed the hero. Hmm. That would have been mention that story. Yeah. And then you got to look at gun control, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> in a sense of like, all right, now everyone's just shooting anybody just because like, they heard a gun. Right. That's ridiculous. That that would be, I mean, ludicrous. Yeah. And the pe- people say that if, if everyone had a gun in that theater in Colorado, the no people would have done. It. I said the dude walked into the center of a theater. If everyone starts shooting, right. everyone's getting shot. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't. I mean, there, there's. I, I do believe in a right to, to own a gun, but I also do believe in, in that we need to regulate it just a little bit more. And health, mental health is at the top of that list. Yeah, man. I mean, like, I don't understand list. why people who own guns want a crazy guy to have, have a gun. Right. It's his right. Mean, it's his right. It's his <laughs> right. He's a crazy motherfucker. He gets, <laughs> should give him a gun. I'm like, he why? He doesn't no. need a gun. I last mean, thing the, that guy needs is a gun. Right, his last thing. But, the, <laughs> but also, I mean, you can't regulate stupid. Right, and, and and you can't regulate, you know, leaving a gun open in in, in a house where there's someone who is mentally ill who grabs a a, a, a gun and pow pow pow. Mm-hmm. See you later. It's easy. End of story. Well, now we got you know it's too late now to do anything about it. I mean, how do you do that? You can't. I mean, you have to either really lock the guns away and make and not even know tell the kids where they are and just be very. That's really what it comes down to. It's 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 really, isn't it parenting? 
Oh, a lot of it's I education. I mean, isn't it? I mean, in a it sense really of is. When you're teaching your child about a gun at a young age, you know, you teach them right. And if you're going to be handling a gun at a young age, make sure they absolutely know it's right. I know there's a lot of Americans who've had a gun in their hands very young age. Yeah. Very well, young age. I, I'll give you another quick story, too. When my... My mother is um, anti-gun mainly because she, her only sibling uh, was a police officer. Um, and in 1979, he was um, killed in the line of duty. Um, he was shot in the side, uh, and it went up into his liver and killed him. And he was only 24, 25 years old. Mm. And so from then on, she was just, you know, no guns in the house, right. none of that kind of thing. So I grew up in a kind of gun-free zone. Yeah, me too. But I also grew up in northern Arizona where everyone goes hunting and stuff like that. And I remember once I went over to my friend's house, and his dad had four rifles on a rifle rack above his, his uh, um, um, couch. And he went up there, and he pulled one of these guns off to show me. And I'm like, no, dude, keep that away from me. Keep, and I don't know anything about guns. I'm scared shitless of guns. Keep it away from me. And he went to show me, and he shot a hole into his floorboard. And then his dad came running in the house, and like I had to witness right. his dad beat his, beat his <laughs> ass pretty hard. But, but it scared me, and it wasn't. Right. And it, I you wouldn't lost a foot or you whatever. Yeah. But it really wasn't up to my mother to teach me, you know, uh, how to be safe with a gun because she's just as scared as I am with right. these guns and and everything. Well, the else. thing is, and, you're okay. You're you're with a friend, right. you know, and you're like it's peer pressure. What are you going to say? No, thank you. I'm, I'm, That's I'm exactly good. what I said, but he still did it anyway. <laughs> he still did it anyway. <laughs> He's still scared. Well, my friend he told me, he said, look, I, I got this new gun. You want to check it out? I'm like, no, I'm cool. Right. Yeah. Keep like, it to yourself. Just keep it to yourself. Man. I, I mean, the less, look, the thing is, is people, I mean, what's the saying is people, wait, how's the saying? Guns don't kill people. People, people kill, kill people. people. But guns make it easier. But guns make a hell of a lot easier. <laughs> right. But one thing I would be in favor for is because of, of a person like me and the situation I was in. I'm not saying round up all the guns and take them away. No, I'm either. saying I should have been in a situation where my community who allows that scenario also teaches me about guns. Right. And so in school, in class, if I'm going to be going to my friends' houses and surrounded by hunters, I should have a gun safety course at 11, 12 years old. Just, hey, if you come around one of these things... Don't touch it or make sure this is on or whatever. I didn't know any of that stuff. Right. And I think that it really, it should be up to our community and our government and everyone else to teach that. If we're gonna sound, it. We need sound common sense. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's all we need. Yeah. I think we're, we're dumb as winning right now. All right. Yeah. It really is. It's been winning hard for it's, about 20 years. It's been winning hard for, for quite some time. Right. Yes, it has. And I, I think we need to... Uh, let, let dumb have it, you know, it's 15 minutes is over. You know? <laughs> right. Dumb, you are done. <laughs> so let's start getting a little more rational in, in, about our, our policies on how we treat people. Um, you know, this is a planet we live on, and we're all equal rights to this planet. Yeah. I mean, end of story. And, uh, you know, it's just a weird concept of how we've created our society. Um, yeah. Man, what's in this stuff, man? I'm what about you, man? Yeah. What do you think? I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, Brian, what's up, man? I I kind of had the opposite uh, experience growing up as, you know, I, you know, had, uh, you know, my family and my friend's family, you know, were gun collectors. And, you know, at an early age, I was taught how to, you know, make sure the safety's on, check and see if it's loaded, how to unload a gun. And, I mean, we did a lot of shooting growing up, you know. We would go out to a, our um, a friend's gravel pit, you know, and do target shooting. So, you know, I... I uh, I think education is the answer. Is you know being able, being knowing how to handle it so that you don't shoot a hole in your floorboard, yeah. but also you know your well, your pick it up in a, in, a, in, a, in any way. It's just you know yeah, what I mean? ex- you know is uh, you know I think your uh, friend's dad 
he missed out on a way to say, hey, when I'm not here, don't touch this. So. Well, I learned that once yeah. I saw my friend get his, his ass beat pretty hard. I yeah, know. I mean, it's <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I like guns. I'm a gun enthusiast. I, you know, I own a gun, you know, but it's always in the back of my head. I pray that I never have to use it, especially in my own home, around my family. I think that right. would be the most traumatizing thing that you could um, experience as a, but, as a homeowner. Absolutely. Or a, but what? But you know, accidents with guns don't happen if there's no guns in the house. That's the, the only thing. Is like, well, there was a gun in the house. It, it's almost like I, I hate to say the no sympathy card, but you know, if you have the dangerous element available, and something does happen, then you know, hey, it, it was it was the you, you're just adding more potential dangers to living in a house besides dishwashing pods, <laughs> you know, that kill kids as well. By mm-hmm. the way, marijuana, more safer than dishwasher pods. Dishwasher pods. Uh, more, sa- <laughs> um, more safe. More safer? I said more safer? Uh, I'm allowed to do vocabulary you wrong show, things on the radio. Exactly. It's one thing I knew about radio. You'll edit it out <laughs> can, later, right? I'll edit it. I don't really care, man. <laughs> I, I, you can create your own words. <laughs> you can create yeah. your own verbiage. I don't really care. Uh, no one's grading this show. But I'll tell yes. you what, one way to do it, though, because my, my brother-in-law, um, uh, my sister's husband, does this really well. He's a gun enthusiast and a gun collector, and he has a gun safe in his, uh, in his closet. He's got four kids at home and a wife, and not one of them knows the combination to it. Yeah, they shouldn't. Only he does. Right. And I've seen him clean his guns and stuff, and he does it when I'm, I'm, it's 2 in the morning and I'm watching TV, and he'll pull out his guns. Everyone's asleep, and he'll clean it at the table when no one's around. Right. And it's out, and he, the kids know about guns. They're not scared of them. He but it's takes a, all right. them I mean, that's that's a, how you got to do it. Though. Yeah, that's how you got to do it. But again, if it's for safety, then, you know... But do you, do you want your eight-year-old to have the ability to grab the gun to protect himself? I know, himself? So that's the no. rub. That's the rub. I mean, the thing is, is like, wait, I hear something. You know, yeah. I got to get, get down, I'm not gonna... get the safe open. You know, I mean, how fast can you do that? Is, is it feasible? Will you be in that room when someone does come into the room? You know what I mean? It's like, or what, how about they break in in your bedroom? And, and then you're screwed, you know? At that point, you just got to sleep with a gun on your hip, right? Well, I mean, <laughs> I guess, what do you do? Booby what do you the house. do? I mean, but that's the fear we all have. I mean, everyone has the fear of someone's going to break in, someone's going to kill you, and you know what? It's not going to happen. But, all right? I mean, look, it's going to happen to some people, just not you. More, more <laughs> of a chance you your know. kids are going to break into your medicine cabinet and OD on your medicine. That's Most likely more, that's, that's... more likely going to happen. I think you would have to more pay, pay more, more attention to that. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't agree more with that. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a, you know, it is a fear thing, is, you know, people say, you know, well, I, I want to be there and ready if someone ever breaks in, and... You know, you're really just, you know, letting your thought process be dominated by fear, and that's not right anyway. Right, right. You're running your life by fear. You're, you're that, and that's what they talk about, giving up a sense of, a little bit of your liberty for a sense of uh, protection. How does that saying go? Um, I think Benjamin Franklin said it. But, uh, yeah, man, if you give up all of your protection for a little security, if that's what it is. If you give, give up your liberties for more security, then you, you deserve neither. And and he's right. And the thing is, when you're living by fear, you're 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 driven to not do anything because you got to be. You know, I got to stay. You're feared by your credit card companies. You're feared by your credit score. You know, you're feared by you know your mortgage payment. You're feared by your car payment. You're feared by rent. You're feared by everything. Not including having Fox News on the loop. Just right. I mean, the every, world's ending. Everything. Top right. Everything's just piling on, <laughs> piling on. It's like Calgon, take me away, man. 